go loopy loo. Here we go loopy light. Here we go loopy loo. All on a Saturday night. Loopy with Loopy's Lullabies podcast. And I'm going to be talking a little bit more and reading some of the book, which I mentioned in my last podcast, um, the book by Richard Osman called The Thursday Murder Club. This book has been, I think it's still pretty much up in our top uh, bestseller list at the moment in the UK. And it was up on number one charts for a number of weeks. Possibly still is. Anyway, each chapter is entitled uh, a different name um, from the book uh, characters. That's what I was trying to say from the characters. And the first one is is entitled Joyce. It's chapter one. And I was going to read it to you because it gives you a little flavour of what the book is about. Also, there are lots of idiosyncrasies in the uh, book about the English language and lifestyle and things. So it does give you a real flavour of how we are here and also their particular age group, etc. It's actually quite fun. So let's start with chapter one. It's entitled Joyce, as I said, and let's start with Elizabeth, shall we? This is the beginning of it and see where that gets us. I knew who she was, of course. Everybody here knows Elizabeth. She has one of the three bed flats in Larkin Court. It's on the one on the corner with the decking. Also, I was once on a quiz team with Stephen, who, for a number of reasons, is Elizabeth's third husband. I was at lunch, this is two or three months ago, and it must have been a Monday, because it was shepherd's pie. Elizabeth said she could see that I was eating, uh, but wanted to ask me a question about knife wounds if it wasn't inconvenient. I said, not at all, of course, please, or words to that effect. I won't always remember everything exactly, I might as well tell you that now. So she opened a manila folder and I saw some typed sheets and the edges of what looked like old photographs. Then she was straight into it. Elizabeth asked me to imagine that a girl had been stabbed with a knife. I asked what sort of knife she had been stabbed with and Elizabeth said probably just a normal kitchen knife, John Lewis. She didn't say that, but that was what I pictured. Then she asked me to imagine this girl had been stabbed three or four times just under the breastbone. In and out, in and out, very nasty, but without severing an artery. She was fairly quiet about the whole thing because people were eating and she does have some boundaries. So there I was imagining stab wounds and Elizabeth asked me how long it would take for the girl to bleed to death. By the way, I realise I should have mentioned that I was a nurse for many years. Otherwise, none of this will make sense to you. Elizabeth would have known that from somewhere, because Elizabeth knows everything. Anyway, that's why she was asking me. You must have wondered what I was on about. Well, I'll get the hang of this writing thing, I suppose. Um, I remember dabbing at my mouth before I answered, like you see on television sometimes. It makes you look cleverer. Try it. I asked what the girl had weighed. Elizabeth found the information in her folder, followed her finger and read out that the girl had been 46 kilos, which threw us both because neither of us was sure what 46 kilos was in real money. In my head, I was thinking it must be about 23 stone. Two to one was my thinking. Even as I thought that, though, I suspected I was getting things mixed up with inches and centimetres. Elizabeth let me know the girl definitely wasn't 23 stone, as she had a picture of her corpse in the folder. She tapped the folder at me before turning her attention back to the room and said, Will somebody ask Bernard what 46 kilos is? 
Bernard always sits by himself on one of the smaller tables nearer the patio. It's table eight. You don't need to know that, but I'll tell you a bit about Bernard. Bernard Cottle was very kind to me when I first arrived in Cooper's Chase. He bought me a clematis cutting and explained the recycling timetable. They have four different coloured bins here. Four! Thanks to Bernard, I know that green is for glass and blue is for cardboard and paper. As for red and black, though, your guess is as good as mine. I've seen all sorts as I've wandered about. Someone once put a fax machine in one. Bernard had been a professor, something in science, and had worked all around the world, including going to Dubai, before anyone had heard of it. True to form, he was wearing a suit and tie to lunch, but was nevertheless reading the Daily Express. Mary from Rushkin Court, who was at the next table, got his attention and asked how much 46 kilos was when it was at home. Bernard nodded and called over to Elizabeth. Seven stone three and a bit. And that's Bernard for you. Elizabeth thanked him and said that sounded about right. And Bernard returned to his crossword. I looked up centimetres and inches afterwards and at least I was right about that. Elizabeth went back to her question. How long were the girls stabbed with the kitchen knife have to live? I guess that unattended she would probably die in about 45 minutes. Well, quite, Joy, she said, and then had another question. And what if the girl had had a medical um, assistance? Not a doctor, but someone who could patch up a wound, someone who'd been in the army, perhaps, someone like that. I've seen a lot of stab wounds in my time. My job wasn't all sprained ankles. So I said then, well, she wouldn't die at all, which she wouldn't. It would have been fun for her. It wouldn't have been fun for her, but it would have been easy to patch up. Elizabeth was nodding away and said that precisely what had told uh, that was precisely what she had told Ibrahim, although I didn't know Ibrahim at that time. As I say, this was a couple of months ago. It hadn't seemed at all right to Elizabeth, and her view was that the boyfriend had killed her. I know this is still often the case you read about it. I think before I moved in, I might have found this whole conversation unusual, but it's pretty par for the course once you get to know everyone here. Last week I met the man who invented mint chocolate chip ice cream, or so he tells it. I don't really have any way of checking. I was glad to have helped Elizabeth in my small way, so decided I might ask a favour. I asked if there was any way I could take a look at the picture of the corpse, just out of professional interest. Elizabeth beamed, the way people around here beam when you ask to look at pictures of their grandchildren graduating. She slipped an A4 photocopy of her folder, laid it face down in front of me and told me to keep it as they all had copies. I told her that was very kind of her and she said not at all, but she wondered if she could ask me one final question. Of course, I said. Then she said, are you ever free on Thursdays? And that, believe it or not, was the first I heard of Thursdays. So that's chapter one. And as I mentioned, this is the Thursday Murder Club. And it's a great little book. It's lots of fun, lots of intrigue in its own way, and written in a very entertaining, very English sense of humour. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I found it a delight to read. And I hope that if any of you pick up the book, if you haven't read it already, and get to get to read it too, uh, you might come to the same conclusions as I did. A good page turner, a good book. Lots more to tell you in my next episode about my next book, which is quite different again. So 
Just to say, this is Luby with Luba's Lullabies podcast. Thank you again for listening and speak to you very, very soon. Thank you.